1: And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Gone.
0: Matthew chapter number 14.
2: From the verse number 22. This is
0: the story about Jesus and his disciples. From verse 22, he said, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boats and go before him to the other side. While he sent the multitudes away, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled saying, it is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying be of good cheer. Tell somebody be of good cheer. He said, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you command me to come to you on the water. So he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. And he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Amen. Let me go on to that. Verse. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent out into all the surrounding regions, brought to him all who were sick, and beg him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touch it, were made perfectly well. This morning, God will make you perfectly well. Oh, I said, this morning, God will make you perfectly well. Amen. I'm speaking to you on the message of title, Step Out of Your Boat. Step out of your boat. Step out of your boat. Your boat could be defined as like you know, a boat is a vessel. A boat is a vessel. It's a vessel for which fishermen normally or naturally use for their business. So literally, that is what a boat is. But figuratively, what I'm referring to today to you as your boat could be your business or it could be your familiar area or it could be your, something that you are doing around your life for which brings you some livelihood or takes care of certain things in your life. And sometimes your boat can limit your influence or can limit your scope of influence or your jurisdiction or what you are able to do. Because sometimes you can get so familiar with your environment that you don't seek to grow again. And most times you will not be growing, but you have the deception to think that you are growing. So there is always the saying that says that in the kingdom of the blind man, the one-eyed man is a king. Have you heard it before? Why would the one-eyed man be a king? Because the one-eyed man thinks that he knows more than anybody. And in fact, the people that are around him, they are all ignorant. So even if he's deceiving them, they see him as a king. It was said of a teacher in a village far away in Ghana somewhere who has been teaching his students for a long time telling them that the president of the republic is Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. When Nkrumah was no more the president, in fact, and at the time when he was teaching that still as his history teaching to them of the current sitting president, the current sitting president then was the flight lieutenant Jerry John Rawlings. So a young chap from Accra in the city was taken to the village by holiday, and as they have to delay, she was, he was asked to go to that school a little so that. He can just while away the time. He was sitting in the class when the teacher came back again and was teaching his old stuff because he has not revised his notes. And upon teaching everything, the young chap from the city who understands current affairs knew that the teacher was deceiving the class. He lifted up his hands and he said, sir, can I answer something? He said, yes. He said, the current president now is Flight Lieutenant Jerry John Rawlings. It's not Dr. Kwame Nkrumah." Then the teacher looked straight into the eyes of the child. He said, where are you coming from? He said, for all this, that's what I've been telling the people. He said, you see, the city people always knows better. And so they are telling the student, listen to him. Sometimes it's very, very
2: important for you to know that your boat can limit you.
0: Your boat can limit you. And if you are not ready to step out of your boat, you would sink your potential. You will sink your influence. In fact, sometimes the people that surround you can either limit you or challenge you if you are depending upon them. But it is important for you to know that your mark should always not be somebody who is failing But your mark should always be somebody who is succeeding. It is important for you to know that for you to accomplish something positive in your life, you always have to look beyond who you think you are and stretch to look at somebody that is far ahead of you. And that means that you need to make yourself available to learn things that you have not learned before. Walk on roads you have never walked on. Go through things that you have never gone through before. Navigate through issues you have never navigated through. Because it is with with that, that is where you can be able to grow your capacity and become where God wants you to be. It is important for you to know that if you fail to grow your capacity, you fail to influence the very things you are looking for in life. Everybody will have a desire, but it's not everybody that fulfills his or her desire. Do you agree with me? So it's one thing for you to have a desire, but it's another thing for you to fulfill that desire. But that desire can only be fulfilled if you are able to step out of your boat and challenge yourself for the next level. Amen. So this morning, I am just speaking to you on stepping out of your boat. Tell the person step out of your boat. Tell the person step out of your boat. In other words, I'm challenging you to dare yourself. And come out from your familiar terrain. Do something that you have never done before. Stretch your limits in business, in your academia, in everything you are doing. Just stretch yourself a little and you'll see the glory of God. This story I read about Jesus gives us certain principles to be able to explain on what I'm preaching on. He said, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. Somebody say the other side. You see, there is always an, another side of life. There is always another side of event. There is always another side of things. If you don't see the other side, you always be limited by this side. Tell somebody the other side. In fact, if you have never traveled before, you always think that your place is better or your place is worse. When I had the opportunity of traveling, then I got to understand and appreciate Ghana better than when I am sitting in Ghana. A lot of us, if you have not really traveled out very well, you will not appreciate certain things. Amen. But when you have traveled out, you begin to realize and appreciate, especially with some of us, the kind of work we do in terms of ministry, you are able to come into reality with people and what people go through. To those that are doing business, you enter in only to go and do business. So you only see with the business eye, but we see from the eye of the flock. Are you there with me, out of the people? And there are people in countries that, in fact, even in the United Kingdom or in the US, you can be in Ghana and you can spend money equivalent to maybe about $500 and, and you are not moved. But to them, even $100 is a serious money. Even 50 cents. Are you understanding me? In fact, when, when a Londoner, uh, a British, gives you 20 pounds, he thinks he has killed a goat. And if you don't call him to thank him, he'll be wild with you. Am I talking to somebody? And you can be in this country, and in fact, 20 pounds, you even waste it on credit and you don't even feel it, and yet you say Ghana is hard. And you go in there and you meet them and you know that they don't have life. You can sleep and wake up the time you want to. In fact, you are even late to work. But one person is even doing about three or four multiple jobs. And hitting trains and changing trains. In fact, they know the map of the train by their hands and their fingers. Because if you don't do that, you will struggle. They don't even need the map. And that is how they live and they survive. Tell somebody the other side. If you have not gone to the other side, he said, if you have not visited somebody's farm before, you think your farm is the best. So there is the need for you to see certain things about the other side. And if you really want to grow, you have to have time to be
2: at the other side.
0: Hello. Sometimes there's a need for you to even drive out of your home. Go for an excursion. Go and look for an area you have never been before and go and look at how the people behave. That can make you
2: appreciate the environment you are in. Hello? Most
0: of us don't know anywhere even in Ghana. Because you don't even want to have an excursion and even when they say let's go for an excursion, you will never go. All that you think and you know is your small area where you are living in. But there is a need for you to go to the other side. Tell somebody to go to the other side. Until you encounter somebody's challenge that you appreciate that challenge is not easy. If you have not heard somebody's story, you think everything is all right. But the other side will always help you to appreciate things. Jesus said to them, He said, let's go to the other side. When He sent the multitudes, and when He has sent the multitudes away, He went up on the mountain by Himself to pray. Before you step out of your boat, the number one thing you should know is that you have to have the mind of change. Write it down. Have the mind of change. Have the mind of change. Number one, have the mind of change. If you cannot have the mind of change, you cannot break your familiar terrain. You have the mind of change. And the mind of change will cost you. The mind of change will cost you. Because you have to start learning certain things you have never learned. You have to start reading certain books you have not read before. In fact, you have to do more than what you do. If you, have, if you sleep maybe five hours, you have to reduce your five hours sleep to three hours sleep. And it will not be easy. It will cost you. Hello. If if your business partners are this number, you have to stretch it to this number. There is a way you need to be able to, to develop yourself to attract that number of business clients and customers you are looking for. So you always have to have a mind of change. The mind of change will challenge you to begin doing things differently because of the other side. If you think internationally, as far as your business is concerned, you will stretch yourself internationally. In fact, you will go to school or you read reach certain things that can help you to become relevant to your time. Because if you don't take time, you will be like that teacher. You use old syllabus and old filler and think you have arrived. So before you step out of your boat, think of change. Tell somebody, think of change. See, God is calling us into doing greater things. He's calling us into achieving greater heights. But we can't do that until we think of change. And thinking of change is a deliberate exercise. You have to deliberately decide that I want to change. Because until one gets deliberate to change, nobody can change you. You have to say to yourself, like the like the the leper said it in the book of Second Kings, chapter seven, when they were behind the 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 gate of Samaria. He said, "We have sat here for far too long." So we go to the. To the Syrians, we die. We go to the uh, what do you call it, Samaria, and we die. But whatever it is, we have to change and take a step. It might not be easy, but we are going. When we perish, we perish. There is a need for you to get up from your bed, get up from your comfort zone, and have a mind of change—something that can challenge you to rise up and walk towards it. It is in that you will see the glory of God. So you need to have the mind of change. Go before him to the other side. Have the mind of change. Because the other side is not a familiar terrain. The other side is not something you know. The other side is not where you have been before. So if you don't have a mind of change, you get in there and you run away. There are people who are doing very well as, 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 as workers. Like low level workers until they are promoted. Immediately they are promoted, they mess up. And and it has become even a jargon in the business circles that for the fact that the the what do you call it the floor manager did well does not mean that he can be promoted to become a manager because if you promote him to make a manager because he is thinking as a floor person he will still behave that way but you see anytime you receive promotion you need to be able to rearrange yourself. And the more you consistently rearrange your mind or you think of change, that is how better you become and your value even increases. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry products of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, Lagon. Reach Us on Telephone, Plus 233, 277 250 or plus 233 249 39 3361. Email us Rev Ismaila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. So it's important for you to know that anything you want to do in life, you need to enhance your value by having the mind of change. Tell someone to have the mind of change. Don't say to yourself, this is who I am. You know, we used to do it this way. That is how it's supposed to be done. If you continue like that, you have a challenge. There are people in companies and organizations that are not growing. So new people enter in and they fight them. But the issue is that, you see, anything that needs to live, it needs to always receive an injection of fresh things. If you can't inject fresh things into anything, it will die. It will die. That is why certain plants can grow to a certain point. They can't grow any longer and they die. But others are still living because they have learned to what? To change themselves. That is why there's the dry seed, there's the wet seed. You don't have to the dry seed, you see leaves falling off. It is an avenue for that tree to change and to become better. So there is the need for you to think of change. Think of change. The reason is that Jesus was with a multitude. He would have decided to stay with the multitude, but he said he sent the multitude away. Because why? He knew that there is more work for him to do. There is the need for you to send some multitude away from your life. If you can't send them away, they will continue hailing you, praising To some of us, our enemies are the people that are praising us. In fact, they are praising our stupidity and we still believe it is okay. They are praising our mediocrity and we think we are okay. They are praising our shallowness and we think we are okay. They are praising our weakness because you see, the issue is that people cannot really look into your face to tell you who you are. So if you don't have a self-assessment. The next thing you should think of is that for you to be able to utilize your next level, which is the other side, you need to have the attitude of self-assessment. This morning, I came here just to teach you. You need to have the attitude of self-assessment. And it's said that the unexamined life is not worth living. If you cannot assess yourself and be Candid enough with yourself. Anything anybody tells you is a lie. Jesus, Bible says that they praise Jesus and Jesus said that with all the praise, he did not accept it because he knows the heart of men. If you live by the praise of men, you will deceive yourself. But you need to be honest with yourself and assess who you are. That is why you can look into a mirror and see your reflection in the mirror as to exactly who you look and how you look like. Can I hear an amen? So you need self-evaluation. To ask yourself, where is my life heading? Because you see, until you self-evaluated yourself, the multitude will keep you. And anybody that even comes to talk to you about change, you will fight the person. Now people who are fighting change because they think that is what they should be. Because others tell them it's alright. But that is not it. But when you have a self-evaluation, a true self-evaluation of yourself, you will appreciate whether you are diminishing or you are becoming better. So tell somebody, go to the other side. Tell the person you have to assess yourself. In fact, your self-evaluation will even let you know what your strengths are and your weaknesses are.
2: You can call it the SWOT analysis. Your strengths, your weakness, your
0: opportunity, and the threats that are around you. If you can assess yourself better and evaluate yourself, you will know that you don't have the strength to do X or B. So even when people are pressing you and pushing you into that area, you will tell them, I can't do this and this is what I can do. Because you see, you are recognized in your terrain of strength and not other things you do that will not bring you anything. Some of us are wasting our energy when God is calling us into A or B. Sometimes we stretch ourselves so thin that we are not able to even master what you have. What is your area of strength? Jesus knew that my area of strength is not to work with this multitude. But I finish with the multitude, I need to move on to another place and still influence them. Because I came to influence people and not to stay at one place. If I stay at one place, my zeal will die. My joy will die. My strength will die. My favor will die. So I need to move on. The more I move on, the more relevant I become. So business person, Madam, whoever, what you are doing, do you really know who you are? Have you really assessed your strengths? Have you assessed your weaknesses? Have you assessed the opportunities available to you to be able to utilize? And have you as have you realized what are the threats and the challenges for whatever you want to do? Or is because somebody is doing it, so you're also doing it? There are people who are going to the other side in business. They've decided to step out of their boat all right to go into business, but they have not assessed. To see. They have not evaluated. To find out whether the business area they are going in. They have even have the muscles to handle it. They have not read about it. People are going into marriage. They don't even know. They have not made the analysis of the marriage they are going into. That any time you are taking a step. Which is your next level. Which is the other side. You need to be able to make assessment. Before you take that step. Because every decision we take. Has consequences.
2: Ask somebody, have you
0: analyzed yourself very well? Don't let the praise of men deceive you and think that you can do it. Yeah, they can tell you you can do it. It's like a a lifting of a weight. They say, Oh, you can lift it. You You know that your mother cannot lift it. And you see, can I tell you this? Nobody can be truthful to you than yourself. If you're clapping, clap. Feel free and clap. If you are not truthful to yourself, then you are a liar. Because nobody can tell you who exactly you
2: are until you tell yourself. So tell somebody today, be truthful to yourself. There are people who go into marriages because somebody
0: told them to do it. There are people who accept certain careers or Whatever, because... You see, I tell people, anytime you make people let you do something, you will not last. But when
2: you know you can do it and you do it, you last.
0: And listen, from today, don't stop worrying your head to change somebody. Because until the person accepts change, you cannot change the person. He said when he sent the mountains away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Point number three is that you can become relevant for your next level when you engage the supernatural. When you engage the supernatural. When you engage the supernatural. supernatural. First, you think about change. Two, you do a self-evaluation. Three, you have to engage the supernatural. You can never be relevant until the supernatural is real in your life. Jesus would have automatically instantly move to the other side. But when he sent them to move, he went praying. You see, he wanted to engage with the supernatural to have authority for whatever he was ready to do. You can only be relevant and take over when you have the strength of the supernatural. That is why people, some people can go into the courtesim and go. they will chant before they come out to even know what kind of dress they are supposed to wear, what kind of handkerchief they are supposed to use, and at what time they even have to attend certain meetings. Am I talking to somebody here? They don't just get up, they're you the child of God. You just sleep and snore and get up and come to the marketplace and say you are coming to compete with them. Oh, you are joking, you can never succeed. So before you move out of your place, you also have to enter into a closet of prayer and determine the dynamics of the environment and pray into it and change the situation. When you step out into the place, you have the supernatural back in you because it takes the supernatural to be able to win and to take over your death in the other side. Side. <laughs> businesses are done in deeper waters they are not done in shallow waters so if you want to remain in shallow waters you'll be frustrated i pity some of you as children of god sometimes i look at you and i laugh and shake my head because you have not yet understood the reality of what it means to the supernatural you cannot compete and win in this world we are if you don't have a supernatural backing any human being you meet on the street as a spirit following him or her What is following you?
2: You think everybody that you meet and talk to they are
0: human beings? Every human being has a spirit following. Is that a spirit of good or a spirit of bad or evil? But whichever way you look at it, there is a supernatural element that influences the natural. You get to the office, you don't pray. You you don't pray before going to the office. You just sit in your car because you are the best driver in the world. You go and sit on serious negotiation tables to, to, to say you are going to, 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 to strike a deal. And you have not even prayed to determine the dynamics and the weight of the people you are going to meet. You are going into politics and you think you can because you are eloquent and you know political strategy. You are just going to sit there and you are going to. Who told you? Do you know these people consult in their room before they come out?
2: You are going to marry and
0: you think by just feeling for the lady or the gentleman you can just marry. And you don't know that the supernatural determines the flow of even the marriage.
2: Lazy believers in lazy praying.
0: And yet we are competing with people who are doubly in the courtesing. And they know the essence of the supernatural. They shake your hand and confuse you. You sign some checks without even knowing why you signed it. Hello? They meet with you at the negotiation table. They open their mouth and talk. And you are dumbfounded. You don't even know what to say again. In fact, you walk out of the place before you remember what you even have to say. You enter into an interview panel sitting and you sat there, you look across the board of the people and you you confuse. So any question they ask, you are not able to answer. You walk out before you remember that "Ah, I made a mistake. (laughs) Think they are sitting there for nothing. There are certain people, even their perfumes, are part of things. They mesmerize you and confuse you. That's why some of you they can meet you on the way. And by the time they you know they collect laptop, collect your money and everything, and you fall to the house, and you even go and collect this and give it to them. And when they finish with you and they leave you, then your eyes come why say, Hey, where is the guy? They started by only saying, Let me look into your palms. I have a word for you. And you are caught by it because you don't pray. They you influence your spiritual environment. That's why somebody will tell you, let me sleep with you. And when I sleep with you, you'll be delivered. And f- foolishly, you will go and lie down and they will sleep with you. In fact, the thing happened they asked you, so why, when you were going to the room, what were you thinking? he said, ah, pastor, I don't even know. You make our work difficult because you don't see the supernatural as a factor in your life as a child of God. <clears throat> we joke with everything. You call for prayer service, they will not, you will not come and pray. You, you call for fasting, you will not fast. You joke with everything, yet you are in the world competing with sharks and wolves. And you make us sleep all night. Stay all night praying for you. Some of you, the kind of dreams we dream about you. If you don't pray for you by now, you are dead. And yet still, you don't even change your attitude. Still stubborn and arrogant and proud. Jesus prayed. He even was God. He was God. But he was praying. Because he knew that without the supernatural, you are nothing. Say, oh, pastor, I know it. I know it. You can have all your principles. I don't even care. My principles are messed up. You can be a nice, cute gentleman. You love your wife. You are doing business. You don't have. It. You sat in the office until one lady enters into the office. She just entered in there. Look straight into your eyes by finishing by the time you finish and leaving you it has finished you already. Just by like looking into your eyes, because you are not praying. Ask the person, "What is your weight in the spirit?" no ask the person seriously. Really ask the person, "What is your weight in the spirit?" All kinds of things happen to your life because you are not praying. You are too light. Too light.
1: Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple See East Saigon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. God for more mercy, quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 57 434 or 57 435 you can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you I know I'm covered No greater power
0: than